yo, yo. Welcome to another episode of Boys in the Barrio. I am here with my host and friends. And I love him so much. Jamal and Frankie. What's up? Man, that was beautiful. That just touched my heart. That was a badass intro. It was, dog. I appreciate that, man. That was a whack-ass intro. What the fuck y'all talking about? Y'all would boost me up. Really? Yeah. 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 Even, oh, if I'm, even, ass, even if I'm fucking up, y'all gonna boost my ego up. That was good, man. That was great, dog. Was like, you're about hey, to, we're, we're real friends You're about here. to throw yourself out the bridge, dog. Good right? job. Good, good job, job, bro. Just jump. Yeah, How y'all been, man? What's up? What's going down? Not a damn thing, man. Just, uh, you know, chilling, enjoying the Sunday, man. What's going on with y'all? A lot of shit going on, bro. A lot of shit going on around us. <laughs> yeah, no A lot shit. of bullshit. A lot, a lot of, of people, uh, dude, I don't know what the fuck is going on. I seriously don't with all these bombs. Bruh. Dude, I, I, I work with FedEx, dog, and I was like... <laughs> Nervous every time I, we saw I don't it. work with them, but we do. We ship stuff, so I, I was even like, I ain't opening no packages. Yeah, like for real. <laughs> Any strange packages? You're kicking the shit out for of them. Some new headphones you ordered. You're like, nah, I don't know what this shit is. Dude, and that dude was young, man. It was yeah, 20, yeah, 20, yeah, dude. 24? I think I'm telling you, dude. I think it's like social media, dude. Mm-hmm. It's like starting to get to these. It's like the moment of shine, bro. It's like that one minute to be a spotlight. Yeah. So it is, bro. It yeah, because what was the point of that shit? You know what I'm I saying? I don't know. And he, at first, he, he blew was, himself up. <laughs> I, at, at first, I thought he was just targeting, like, uh, black, blacks. Yeah, that's, that was what but they were saying. But then they said that he even uh, sent a package to some white people, a white couple or a white family or something. So the first couple of victims were black. Yeah. And then uh, what was a Hispanic older lady, a late Latino lady. She but got the dude was too. Hispanic, wasn't he? I don't no, know. No, he's a white dude. <coughs> oh, okay, okay. He's a white. Mormon kid. I mean, I don't know. Apparently, the only thing they, the only thing they did when they finally, when he finally killed himself, um, they, they, I guess they put some post up from his mom that she had put up on Facebook or whatever. So that's how they were able to, you know, grab a picture. Oh, okay. I don't know how old he was in that picture. Regardless, he dead as hell. I mean, they're not gonna be able to <laughs> update that profile pic anytime <laughs> soon. Yeah, yeah, you feel yeah. me? But. Yeah, man, that's, it's, it's crazy, dog. Uh, my homeboy, he was keeping us up to date about it. Just out there in Austin, too. He's like, yeah, man, people are kind of freaking out and spazzing out of it because the dude's causing Yeah, and then it's Austin, dude, where, like, a whole bunch of uh, people are. You know what I'm saying? Like, just yeah. going to have a good time, 6th Street. You got the the lake. It's not a place you would like be like, oh. Well, yeah, well then a, again. That's a capital. And then again, they did it in, yeah. in Vegas. So who is to say mm-hmm. there's no fucking, there's no territory out of the... Out of the uh, equation here. Yeah, that's true. Everything's up for grabs with these motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah that's true. But uh, yeah, well, he did so. Yeah. Good riddance. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, so we went to Vegas, man, uh, for my bachelor party. That was fucking amazing. Um, have a lot of funny stories, uh, and a few of them, I'm just like, damn, like I can't believe that shit happened. But hey, bro, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Yeah, something sometimes, but sometimes the funny stories you just gotta say them. So, <laughs> yeah, um, one of the funny things that happened, man, was um, well, first of all, do you, are, do you swim, Jamal? Can you swim? I can not die. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna sit here and say how Michael Phelps or anything, my nigga. But okay, it has ever been uh, what rules do you know about a pool? Like. If you have to take a piss in a pool, what do you do? Or do you need, like, what oh, do you Oh, man. Wow. Okay, look. If you're going to piss in a pool, it's best to pee when you're, when you're crowded. Because if you pee by yourself, I mean, the shit's going to be obvious. It gets a little green and stuff. So what you do 
is you go and you pee around a group of people. But you have to keep moving, though. You don't just stand there and pee and sit in your own piss. You just keep walking and pee. Now, I don't say you, I don't say you should piss in the pool, but, I mean, if you got to <laughs> go. Do it, you can do it. You so you go. would piss in a pool? If I, look, if I had to go, man, I mean, I, I've done it in Vegas because I had to go. <laughs> you feel me? And there's so many people in there. Who cares? I, so here, here, here um, what about you? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I would take a piss in the pool if I had to. I mean, you got to get out, find a restroom. So I'm yeah, not going to say. You've been drinking. <laughs> so I'm not going to say in detail who, but uh, in, in this party, man, um, one of my friends that joined, um, we're in the party, we're drunk as hell, and we keep drinking. So, dude, I had been holding my piss for like two hours, dude. And then I tell him, I'm like, hey, dude, I, I'm going to leave, dude. I'm going to go take a leak. And he's like, dude, fuck that, dude. Like, go in here. I'm like, nah, dude, what the fuck? He's like, dude, don't worry, dude. Like, I already went three times. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> but yeah. I was scared because of the whole, uh, I forgot what movie it is. that I, I thought that, that if you piss, it was going to become blue. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so that shit had me traumatized. You thought it would be crazy, Yeah, I, 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 I thought that shit was going to be awkward, dude. I didn't want to do that. You know nah, what I'm saying? I think it has to do with the, like, the amount of chlorine or something in there that can change. Well, anyways, point of, I, I go to a corner and, and I start like doing my thing, drinking, whatever. So I start like, you know, walking slowly as I, as I let this go. And dude, it was so fucking weird because a dude was was like swimming. He was really enjoying the swimming, but he was like going in and out uh, and throwing water out of his mouth. Like, uh, <laughs> what is you doing, bro? <laughs> I was like, don't do it. <laughs> Reconsider. <laughs> I was like, no, no. And he passed like right in front of me, dude. Oh, it was like, oh, he caught that stream. <laughs> and I was like, no, no, no. Was he, was he drunk? Everybody was drunk, dude. But I just didn't know what to say. I mean, it, think about it from a, from a outside looking in. It's a pool, dude. You're there to enjoy yourself. You don't. It's a think. public pool, and even if nobody pissed in it, how many people get in that motherfucker? Yeah, that don't even shower. But yeah, dude, it was careful. it was awkward, bro. I was like, damn, I'm a fucked up person. Nah, nah, you should have peed even more, like right in front of him. <laughs> you should have like pissed hard as he was passing by. Right? That's all you get, dog. And you on. see, I always try to do things by like the book. So I was like, fuck, the, the time I decided to take a piss in the pool, <laughs> a dude fucking literally like is like a fountain. Oh man, I was like, fuck, dude, what the hell? Man. You know, it's weird though, because at least for me, I'm not used to doing that, so. There is a hesitance where, like, your my body naturally oh, yeah, yeah. fights was, against it. I was the same. So kind of had to like. I was getting shy. Yeah, you I was had to break shy. through yeah. it, and then you finally like. Oh, when man. I let it out, I was like. Oh. But then <laughs> I just see the dude. Like, dude, don't do it, bro. Don't. It was weird, bro. It was Nasty. very awkward. Yeah, Nasty. you should be ashamed. <laughs> not really. <laughs> Fuck it. No, not you. Him. So he should be ashamed himself. Speaking of Vegas, dude, it was very weird to see that building where that shooting happened. Oh yeah, that was uh, the Mandalay Bay. That was very weird, bro. Uh, when I, when we saw it, when we were driving by it, it was awkward, uh, strange. I'll say today. How so? How like it's just back to normal, dude. Like fucking. And then again, it's Vegas, right? But yeah. It's just like nothing, dude. I wonder if their business got hurt. What y'all think? Nah. Well, dude. the guy, the Uber driver, said that they actually need to close that floor down and they're back, back to normal. To normal. Damn, dog. It's crazy, Do they dude. have discounts or something like that? Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that's wrong, man. But I'd be, like, I'd be so curious, dog, because 
I'd imagine, you know, if anything like that happens, naturally people just go like, I ain't going to stay in that motherfucker. Yeah. That's where that nigga was shooting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, so that's why I thought maybe there'd be some fear like that. So that's all like, well, maybe they threw some discounts out there. And people are like, oh, shit, I'm worth it. I'll stay. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. It was, it was just very weird for me. It was, I don't know. It was a, a mixed feelings of awkward and scared and like what the fuck yeah strange anyways dude so uh i didn't see the full interview but you've heard of this guy uh uh what's his name something six nine i ah uh, yeah um rainbow hair color yeah 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 light skin well he went on the on, on the breakfast club and did an interview with him and um point i want to i want to say is Dude, that was when I was talking to him earlier. It was awkward, dude. It's one of them things that I, it was an awkward interview because him and uh, Charlemagne had like it was awkward between did them. You, did you watch the, the mm. interview? I watched the whole thing and it was it was like real back and forth. Like it was just he contradicted himself so much, dog. Like yeah. everything he would say, going back in like later on, and when they bring they would, they would bring it back up, he would have. He would just say the whole opposite of what he said before. He's just that dude's just a clown, bro. He's but like, what some shit he was saying. Like man. at one point he was like, I, nobody's gonna test my gangster. I hold my nuts. Like I go anywhere. And then there's this whole. I don't know if you know, heard about what happened in South by Southwest. He went down there to perform, but Jay Prince went down there looking for him. Jay Prince Jr. <laughs> with uh, uh shit. <laughs> he had like 50, he had like 50 dudes with him, and he was on stage in every performance because he was the main event. Yeah. So in the beginning, he was like, "Yeah, I showed up," or, or no, he was like, "I would, I would show up anywhere that anybody tested my gangster. I will let anybody. Nobody's gonna test my, nobody's gonna touch me." He kept saying. And then uh, they was him. So why didn't you show up to the South by Southwest show? And he was like, "I did show up." He's like, "I showed up, but." They, my, my security wasn't uh, The security at that show Weren't gonna protect them enough Against all these guys So they're like But you're saying That you're a gangster that you Yeah You're getting scared He's like But I'm not stupid So like It's just little things like that He can't make comments And like Charlamagne was even looking at him Like Like dude like But anyway I, I, Me and uh, Frankie were talking And I think with this guy I think What I realized With this guy man is he, he wants the attention. When you give him the attention, that's when he starts, like... You get what I'm saying? He wants to get under your skin. Yeah, yeah no question. Because I noticed that even even Charlemagne, I mean, and Charlemagne is... In the beginning, Bob means I used to... I used to fucking disagree with Charlemagne. And sometimes I... And some interviews, I do disagree with him. Yeah, he's polarized. Yeah, but I do think uh, he does ask the questions that nobody wants to ask. So yeah. I, as a person doing interviews, I, I love that. But sometimes I do feel like on some interviews he's been too uh, one-sided. For example, when he interviewed, I think it was Post Malone, I felt he was being very, like, one-sided. You get what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyways, put back to this, I felt like, come on, that dude said, um, he said something like, Charlemagne, I didn't even know who you were if it wasn't for the show or something like that. I, I was like, already there, he was trying to get under Charlemagne's skin, but yeah. Charlemagne kind of gave in. I felt like he gave in when he started saying, um, well, I got a book. I got this. I got that. And that's when he was. I was like, he already got uh, under your skin. Yeah, you get yeah. what I mean? And I was like, but by all means, I, I, I can't speak. If, I, if it was, you know what I'm saying? If you're on our show and you're over here saying you don't know who I am, I, it's easy to fucking be like, oh, I, w- I wouldn't let that get under my skin. But yeah. shit. I, I think it was hard. But I think that's what he does. And dude. later later in the interview, he said, 
See, I'm already, I'm already, I already got under his skin. I already got under Charlamagne, and he's like, no, you didn't. But like, he just does it because so, that's what that's his plan going yeah. into everything. He wants, he wants somebody to break and be like, yeah, you know, make people mad. And he's, that's my job to make y'all mad. Like, that's my job to get under y'all skin. That dude's whack, though. <laughs> I mean, I, I, look, don't get me wrong. This, I, I'm a, I'm a kind of person that anyone who puts any kind of artistic expression of any sort, I get the the hours, the time they take, and it's your heart and all this stuff, et cetera, et cetera. I heard like one song of his. I couldn't even get through the whole thing. It was just like this weird, like that. It was like this weird emo screaming rap shit. It. And don't get me wrong. Like, like uh, separately, I'm. I may not be the biggest fan of like that emo type of stuff. And, you know, I love hip hop and all that stuff. But I just, I don't know, man. I heard it. I was just like, yo, this is this is kind of garbage. Like, I don't, I don't get it. You know what I'm saying? I was like, well, I don't get why this guy's out there outside of. I just figured because he's. Like complexion, and he has color for hair. Like that's that was the only. Well, he said that a big inspiration of his DMX. So I think when he tries to do the screaming thing, I think that's what he's trying to. That's the route that he's trying to take. Oh, okay. But I don't think he's. I think he's doing it wrong. Like yeah, I don't like, like the beats. I just, just a lot the of beats. Are, I, I've heard a couple of his songs that I, that I like, and and I mean I like some of his music, but I just don't like him as a person. Not all his music is dope. I'm not, like not yeah. all of it is dope. Some some songs here and there are good, but. I, just him as a person, dog. He's cocky. Like he's gonna oh, okay. get his ass killed. Like well, I don't, I don't mind cocky. Just back no, that not, shit not, up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's, that's what my it thing. Is. Like, and, then he, and then he started beefing with uh, the game too. Like, <coughs> oh, you don't want it with the game. You see, and and I forgot what I was watching. They were interviewing somebody, and and they said, they said, what is this kid gonna do when they put him in a room by himself when he don't have the backup that he has, and they put him in a room with, by himself with a a guy like the game. The game's gonna fuck him up. There's another rapper from New York. His name's uh, Casanova. I don't know if you ever heard. Yeah. Him. He's a big dude. He's swell. He, he did like I don't. He just got out of jail like a couple years ago. He did like seven years. Shit. But he, he's he's from Flatbush, and but that dude's known. He's put in his work. He's like I've watched interviews on him, documentaries on that dude too, and he's put his work in. Dog. Yeah. And and this dude six nine, cause he has the backup that he has. He's talking shit about that Casanova dude, but that dude Casanova, he's like, I'm letting, like, he made, he did an interview or something with, I think it was uh, Ebro in the morning. Oh, okay. And he was like, yeah, he goes, I'm letting these guys uh, right now. Seven? Yeah, he's like, I'm letting these guys right now. He's like, man, I get off parole in like fifty something days. He's like, once I'm off parole, all these faggots are getting it. He's like, yeah. I, he's like, he's like, if 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 I don't do nothing, they're testing. Like, there's a video that surfaced like probably about two months ago. They were leaving like a charity event, and that guy Six Nine's whole crew was trying to like punk that dude Casanova, but the dude Casanova's like by himself, like it don't even know that he got security. He tucks his chains in and he's ready to go. He's like, "What's up?" And none of them dudes wanted it, but he's known like like people have said in interviews, like, "Yeah, he's like he's a real deal out there. He's, I, he's was, a blood uh, too. That dude's a blood." Was that Six Nine dude? Was he the one that did that airport <coughs> yeah. fight or whatever? Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I did see that before. I watched it because I was like, oh, I want to see Airport Brown, right? And then I watched that shit. I was like, man, this shit is weak as fuck. Like, uh, yeah. that was terrible. You just heard the one lady like, somebody, or she was like, it's out of control. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching this shit. Like, this is trash. Like, like, nobody's really hitting anybody. It was it was just garbage, man. But you know what, though? Maybe see guys like him, you know, maybe like, I hate to. Not trying to make them the same, but like the bomber, how you said the social media, the attention, right? Because yeah. that was one thing, especially your rap at one point was like, 
one of the best, one of the ways for an up and coming artist to try to get into the, the spotlight was to start a beef yeah. with people who are already mm, there. Like Fifty Cent. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. He did a whole Fifty Cent about how to rob. No, Fifty Cent would back his. Yeah, he did a whole thing called How to Rob, and basically and it was a funny thing up. where he talked about how you rob everybody in that's the industry. That's this fucking yeah, every. Man. I think uh, Fat Joe said it one time on. Uh, I think it was on Drink Champs. He said. Um, <clears throat> That fool fifty. He said something like, "That fool fifty cent told me the secret. He told me uh, every time I needed a little bit of shine, I would come at you. Cause now they're friends, Fat yeah, Joe yeah, and Fifty Cent. Cool. And he was like, and Fat Joe was like, what? He's like, every time I needed a beef or something to come back, I would come at you because I knew you would say something. You back. would respond, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I and I was too. like, that motherfucker. But, so you, but you gotta give it. A, you gotta yeah. give it a fifty though. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like that's he smart. He still does it to this day. He yeah. talks about people like like when his show's coming out. I don't know if you ever watched that show Empire. Oh, uh, no, I had Power, Power, well, Power. No, Power. No, but no, oh, yeah. Well, oh. when Power's coming out, that show Empire, he always has something to talk For about, about Empire. Ah, he, okay. He, makes, he, he uh, talks shit about them. Like, oh, y'all stole this from me, or, or y'all need to come over here to Power, and... Like people start posting that what he's posting, <laughs> then it just becomes and, a, hey, but, but his show. Head. But his show is good though. His show. I haven't really seen it. I've seen, dope. I've seen, I I've seen, seen it. all of it. It's pretty dope. It's tight. I would recommend that. Show. But yeah, yeah, back uh, back to this thing. Um, I, I actually had a previous conversation with somebody on a Butt Dial podcast. Shout out to Butt Dial podcast. You said Butt Dial. Butt Dial. But now, oh, but now, yeah, the, bad, the first half was shout out to that oh, boy, nice, heavy metal nice, racket. Man. But we were talking about hip hop a little bit, and and I was talking, I said something like, which is true. I came into hip hop a bit later because yeah. I grew up, you know, the, in a religious household. But my brother still like introduced me to Bone Thugs and all that. So that's kind of like my style of hip hop and what I like, right? Yeah. So maybe I'm a bit biased to like today's hip hop, where I'm like, fuck that, I don't like it. But one thing I am for sure is that. Hip hop is complicated, bro. Hip hop is like you gotta keep up with beefs, you gotta keep up with swag, <laughs> you gotta keep up with all this fucking thing. If you don't know a song, you're like, you don't know who that is. Yeah. Oh, you don't know, you don't like hip hop, then you're not about it, and I don't know what. It's just so much, dude. Just stick to bachata or something. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say this though, get um, approaching it from another standpoint. This guy. Uh, Six nine, I gotta give it to him. One thing about hip hop is you could be whoever you want, man. You could be whatever. Yeah. You could be who you are, and however it is, and he's doing that. Yeah. You know what I mean? As now, much as I disagree with him, I don't. I, I yeah. don't like the fucking dude. Yeah. But I gotta give it to him. I mean, he's being who he is. I guess more than ever, it seems like that's opened up, and that really, you know, probably shout out Kanye. Yeah. For yeah. kind of opening that up. That's what at least I can mm-hmm. go all yeah. the way back to. Because at one point, for me. Just always being big into hip hop was just uh, there's always certain rules, right? For people that were big, you had to be from the, from the hood. You had to have a broken home. You know what I'm saying? If you had a dad, they clown you for that kind of yeah. shit. You know, like. You but I think to, it was you Kanye. Went to, you went to college, they keep that under wraps, even though like some of the other old school artists did go to college. But Kanye came with. I would a whole put. It, I would even put swagger. Lupe on there too. Well, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah. Kanye, the Lupe's, the Pharrells. Yeah. I started fucking with them heavy, at least back in like 04 yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff, because these guys weren't. Cause I'm a, I mean, I wasn't. I wasn't a hood dude. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, oh man, I was a nerd. And so they kind of brought this whole like geek vibe different perspective to it, to it. Just a different, exactly a different point of view that that got on. So 
And just because of that, I always traced it back at least to Kanye because then, you know, he kind of gave birth to Drake with 808s, right? And then Drake got, made it even more widely accepted of sorts, right? Because he would talk all this street shit, but then you hear Drake talk and he speak very eloquently. Yeah, he sounds you know very proper, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so now you get all these artists that are coming out or, and they are doing their own thing. They're not all having to be from the same... You know, background and stuff. Now you can get a variety of people. Now they can use different instruments. Now you got people who are like, yo, I used to fuck with this, but now I'm bringing this element into my music and my craft. So that's the cool part about nowadays. And like you, I'm not a fan, Not I'm not the biggest fan overall of, of a lot of the new stuff because it does sound the same. But if I had to defend it, I could say the same thing for the 90s, you know, when Gangster Rap came out. Yeah. And everybody their mom made a goddamn Gangster Rap album. <laughs> MC Hammer had a gang, you know, he had a Gangster <laughs> Rap album, you feel me? Hammer, you know what I'm saying? Like, Hammer's gonna wet you. I'm like, well, what? What, you gonna dance on me? <laughs> Sweat on me? Get out of here. Wet me with that, with what? With a gun? Get the fuck, you know, so... So the evolution of like it is funny because now as you get older you get the statesman vibe where you're like man rap was only dope back in my day yeah you well, know you what see, I'm saying but I mean there's a lot of trash in our days no, but yeah, we we just are now more separate from what's what's popping I just try to, I try to give everything uh, like like whenever I hear like because I'm on the internet a lot so when I see oh this guy's popping I'll go and I look at some of his music and I'll I'll decide well to me you know that nigga's trash or whatever but. See, there is a lot of people that I don't listen to. I don't really listen to, like, new music, unless it's, like, underground shit, like, well, I mean, not too much underground. Like, NBA Youngboy, I don't know if you ever heard of him. That but you see, you're dope. very open, though. Like, you're, yeah, I give everything. He, he gets I, everybody I a chance. To everything. My, I really, if I was really, a rapper, I would want Frankie listeners. I, I listen to, like, 90s <laughs> and, like, 2000, happen, 2010 yeah. music, like, you know, all types of shit. But whenever I hear somebody like, hey, man, you need to listen to this dude, this dude's pretty good. I'm not right. I listen to a couple of his songs, and I don't just listen to one song and be like, "Nah, he's trash." I listen to like a mixtape or something. Yeah. Just skip through, listen to a different song. Fuck it, I, I fuck with that. But I know? will say this though. I will That's say fair. I think it's your generation, Frankie. Um, hey, cause we're millennials. What are y'all? I have no idea. But anyways, I think it's your generation. Well, Frankie, how old are you? I'm 21. So he's uh, <laughs> he's uh, he's a millennial still. He still catches it. I don't know. Yeah, I think millennials don't end until they're so, like ninety eight or something. 99? I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, they're, they're I've seen pretty the, young. Seen I, I think you like, can be like eighteen years old, nineteen right now, and still be a millennial. You oh. know, like like from what I've, I mean, the range. Well, well then again, let's I've see seen the one to where it's like thirty four to eighteen. I don't know, but anyways, oh, your generation—that's right. what's cool. I've noticed his generation—they're more open to try uh, be open to music. Agreed. Compared to uh, us, we're a bit more. Uh, we're becoming more reserved heads. into what we know. Well, yeah. We're becoming more old heads. Yeah. I, I don't think I'm I'm as bad as the average one because I always get onto people when they want to talk about oh everything. I love the '90s. I love the '90s. Right? That's my. I've shit. always told you I wish I would have been like my age right now. Yeah. When '90s was popping. But I I I liked being a kid in the '90s because it's just something about like being a young kid in the true, '90s. Yeah, man, true. it was just dope because you know all the cartoons, all the shit going on. Apologies for that. So I, I'm big on the '90s. I love the music I listened to and grew up to. However, people, we fantasize stuff, especially as we get further away. We start fantasizing and we start going, "Yo, man, this was so dope back then." Or, "Man, you know, like everything was better in my time." You feel me? Like, "Yo, Easy E, Easy E was a shitty rapper." I'm sorry, man. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. I gotta say it. Like, yeah, Easy E yeah. is a pioneer as far as. With NWA, Easy had a swagger as far as his voice. 
the way he rhymed, but hey, he didn't write his own rhymes, yeah. right? Cube did. And when you would listen to some of the stuff, he had some bangers, bro. Like, I would still bump some shit to it. But, like, don't get it twisted. He's not winning any lyrical prizes. You feel me? Like, yeah, yeah. It, it just ain't going to happen. You know? But people all of a sudden were like, oh, top 10 best rapper of all time. Huh? <laughs> Who? He wasn't even the top My 10 Jones. best rapper from in California in the 90s. You know what I'm mm. saying? Like, it just... So we do tend to kind of over overdo some things at times, man. So I, that's why I keep it open to where it's like there's a lot of dope shit that that was new. I got into the the last wave of when when uh, Kendrick was blowing up, and then I started going back and hearing. I think Curse you and I have a uh, big crit, you know, like all these dudes when that that kind of time when they. But were I think you and I had this conversation. You're not a big fan of Kendrick, right? No, I love Kendrick. Are you, or do you? I forgot who. No, not me, digging. That's some other motherfucker that look like me, but not me though. <laughs> <laughs> but you see, like even the, even the, like I'm I'm young, I'm 21 or whatever. But even though growing up, I was still always with like my older cousins or my older like I hung out with nothing but older people, like you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I never I never really did experience like that other like type of shit because yeah. I would listen to old like. 90s music or different shit, or, right? Right. You know, I and then sometimes I'd be like, you know who? Well, before you know that, I'd be, Do you know who this dude is. I'm like, nah. I mean, in middle school, all I listened to was fucking Both Thugs and Zero, and, <laughs> and, 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 and there was Drake was already out, and and then I then I started coming on to Drake and and Kid Cudi and yeah. and all types. And, but then at that point, I still stayed on only that, only what I knew, which was the the Drake, the Kid Cudi, the the um, Lupe Fiasco's but I will Kanye say West. though man like yeah. it, I, I think your your um your generation I think y'all are very open man yeah. very open to try like uh new new shit and give people a try yeah if I was a rapper with y'all shit yeah cause I, I do I, I mean, still like, I still got little rhymes on Monday maybe <laughs> I'll come out no <laughs> yeah because don't there's dudes that, that I don't know how some, somehow I come across these dudes and I'm like I, like, I, don't, I don't know how I come across these dudes man I'll just listen to a song and I'm like... Okay, like, one I didn't like? Dude, I'll be honest. I, I couldn't fucking stand him. Um, but sometimes I am like, fuck. I, I gave him a chance because of him. And sometimes some shit is catchy. So Kodak Black. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he <laughs> trust me. Trust me, I, I was very, like... I'm not there either. But you see, he... But no, but it, I, I gotta say, the dude makes catchy shit. Yeah. But that's another clue. I would just go through his music and be like, all right, that's not for me. That's not for me. All right, this is cool. That's not for me. This is cool. Okay. I just catch like that's dope though. You know, man, certain songs that they make, and I'm like, fucking, I, 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 I could jam that back, like back to back, or, but there is some songs that I'm just like, what the fuck are you? Doing? Yeah, he just sounds stupid. Yeah. I guess that's my problem. And don't get me wrong, man. I mean, and then it's just, I ain't it's trying just, to knock nobody out like, of education. Like the six, the but six nine he, he dude sounds genuinely stupid. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like he ain't even trying. To better himself, you know. Yeah, there, that's like, different from like people really, who are trying, really you know? like, like he just really, really tries to sound like. Yeah, like, I think really that's kind of my beef. But I mean, like this six nine dude, like with him too, man. Like I was just like, this dude's a fucking retard. Like I don't why, why am I gonna? Mm-hmm. I mean, but like his some of his songs. I mean, I don't like it for lyrical purposes because it's not lyrical. Yeah, but yeah. To, like you know, uh, this dude's you know, gives me crunk or whatever, you know, jamming just once in a while, whatever. Yeah. But like I said, all, not all his songs. I mean, as a lyricist, if you're telling me a lyricist, that dude's trash. Like, you know? <laughs> yeah, of course. But like, but it's something like you said, that, I, like you don't mind the music. And nigga, yeah. like, that's been going on forever. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, that's what I'm saying. Even with, with the shit, the old school shit, 
that was coming out of the time. There wasn't, there may have not have been a lot of stuff that was just lyrically dope, but it was just something that was like a banger, you yeah. know? Because the, the music way it's put was cool. together. The yeah, the production together. was cool, music was cool, hook was catchy enough. Hey, um, so here, um, before I leave this topic alone, the at what point or what age or what does so I, I I read a lot of comments. I like reading fucking comments. That's like I enjoy that shit. So back when uh well, the game and this dude started going at it, some people were bashing on the game and were like. Man, game like you, you're an old man. Why you fucking with this dude? Leave him yeah. alone. He's a young ass cat. You know why? Why? Why do you even put yourself in that position? Whatever. Like, yeah, why I even do the bigger man? Yeah. Why even do that? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you see, in a way, to me, it's like I get it. I think I would be like, man, game. You, you're OG, man. Like, dude. Like, don't even. But at some point, dude, it's like, ah, uh, like. That, that's kind of what gets you into being the OG. You get what I mean? Like, you get what I mean? Like, yeah. don't fucking fuck with. Then again, it's this dude. Like, don't fuck with OG. You get what I mean? Like, leave him the fuck alone, and he won't fuck with you or whatever. Yeah. But I think it was the game first, right? That yeah. said, like, hey, he's not a, a real blood. Or something like that. But the game is another one, dog. He like Fifty Cent. He comes out. Oh, yeah, yeah. he'll go when at his, you. When, he'll his, go. when his album is about to drop, or <laughs> <laughs> last year with Meek Mill, when he started to do oh, yeah. Meek Mill, then he dropped the whole fucking. I forgot which one it was. What album? It, it was, was the one he dropped with like a two. It was a two disc, I think, or something like the that. The last one he dropped, and yeah, and then that bitch sold like I don't know how many albums on the first week. But he he's another one that just when he when he feels like. I don't want to say he's like uh, like trying to get attention because that motherfucker has a, like you know he has a, a strong fan base, but whenever he needs to sell something or something, oh, yeah. that's why him and Fifty couldn't couldn't yeah. couldn't because nah, they're the same motherfuckers. They're the same person. motherfuckers. <laughs> they knew each other's the game. Same exact person. It was yeah. like I'm gonna start some shit with Fifty. Right. Fifty was already like I'm gonna start some shit with Game. It was like <laughs> it's not gonna work. Like both like, excited and yeah. shit. Like nah, I'm gonna get this name. Now, you can't fuck with the game like that. Okay. Yeah, but, but, you know, the game, I always had a theory of the game, man. The game, to me, was someone I thought would be a great friend. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, because um, the, weird, the the crazy part about him was, if you ever heard the game, like, when he's on, when he does features, that dude raps the way whoever he's featured on, he'll rap the way he they rap. Yeah. Like, there's, like, like this yeah, versatility yeah, where yeah. he fits with them. Yeah. And, he'll, and then he'll shout you out. So I always like I'll hear some shit. I'm like, damn, this nigga not only is he rapping the same like kind of the same way as them, but he also is shouting them out like literally when they drop. But even when I heard him, but even when I even when I heard him like um, uh, talk like um, for some reason it, like if I were to pay chilling chilling with Fifty or chilling with a fucking uh, game, yeah. I think I would rather chill with game. I don't know. He seemed more like when I've heard. Con- you can't trust Fifty Cent, dog. Yeah. You probably record your conversation, <laughs> nah, 50 put that shit on Mister Fifty dot com and be like, "You fucking go down." Yeah, yeah. yeah you can't trust. Yeah, that I would rather. I think I would rather chill with Game and have a conversation with them because I've seen interviews where the dude just sounds like what he's talking about. He's knowledgeable. You get yeah. what I mean? It's not. It's not stupid. You get what I mean? Yeah. But anyways, yeah. Like, what point does like a old dude? Beef with like a younger dude. Do you do you like the Jay Z is gonna be like who the fuck is six nine? Like, but then I come with a certain level of 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 how fucking Jay Z. Yeah, ain't nobody. He's Teflon. Yeah, it has to be someone big like Kendrick. 
can call out Jay Z, and then Jay Z would be like, okay, like, and even that's now, still kinda, yeah, yeah. Okay, you know? so you're Who's saying, up? so you're saying this makes sense a bit? Yeah, like I, I'm, I'm, I'm not would. saying the game is not big in, in his own right, but just that he's he's big enough to where this six nine dude can can use him to call him out because he knows like, hey, and then his personality right will yeah. fit into it. So he's he's kind of like big enough. You know what I mean? But he's not he's not the kind of guy where he's like so huge that he's not gonna fuck me. Like, now, yeah, call call, call Kanye say, out, you fuck, know? Fuck Jay-Z, shit you ain't gonna hear nothing. I mean yeah. Jay Z ain't gonna come out in one of his fucking shows and say fuck six nine. I mean, if he does dog, then that would be the craziest yeah, thing that, ever. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. It's just like, a that's what happened with 50 Cent. Yeah. That's how, that was one of the biggest breaks 50 Cent ever got was calling out Jay-Z. And Jay-Z was like, I'm about Dallas. Who the fuck yeah. is 50 Cent? And even 50 Cent was like, when he said that, the crowd went wild. And he was like, oh. So, like, he even, even said, got excited like, I, about I think, that. I like, think I kind of said, I told myself, like, you made it. Yeah, <laughs> that's it, dog. Exactly. Because once you get an acknowledgement for somebody that big, like if he was, like for example, if he was, if he was to right now talk shit about Kendrick Lamar, as where Kendrick Lamar's at right now, yeah. I wouldn't expect a reply from Kendrick Lamar. Though. No, no, because imagine, because all Kendrick has to do is say something about like uh, six nine and shit, and everybody who's a Kendrick fan is going to be like, who the fuck is six nine? Well, not everybody, a lot of people, but who's six nine? Now let me hear this, shit. and then you get something <coughs> more like, you know what, this nigga's not bad, yeah. but no matter what, that's publicity. But even this guy He said in in the interview In the book He was saying uh, I mean I'm doing what I'm doing And it's making me this much money Or it's getting me this much So let me just keep doing it So I think he yeah. knows That he's not He's doing it just to Just for publicity Just for attention yeah. he look, knows Yo look doing. at McGregor And Mayweather bro Like McGregor just kept Talking all that shit and I'm not saying, like, let's be real. I will McGregor, say this, though, but McGregor, McGregor knew his... from the get-go, dude, that was not his sport. No, but he McGregor, talked, he McGregor can back up his shit, McGregor though. McGregor and Mayweather yeah. were over here on press conferences fucking wanting a fight on the fucking Flying on a plane to London. Having money, having money fights, Dang. right? Breaking like, oh, <laughs> hey, you almost hit me, bro. <laughs> I mean, they just... I mean, but, but McGregor was genius for yeah. even talking yeah, himself. Yeah up so much into getting that fight and McGregor in MMA is the dude and it now is, go, yeah go ahead this go dude, ahead. This dude is, is wanting to come down in MMA to fight him disaster just like I said with the Mayweather McGregor fight people are like well Gregor may have a chance like no yeah, he's gonna no. get yeah. shut the fuck down if Mayweather for some sick reason decides to do MMA A that's gonna be a shit ton of money yeah, the that, people are gonna be excited to finally see him lose cause he's gonna lose yeah, he's gonna McGregor's lose. gonna rip his fucking legs out and beat the shit out of him like it ain't gonna happen, you know what I'm saying? Um, as far as uh, Mayweather winning, but that's gonna make a shit ton of money. Everybody <laughs> will pay to see Mayweather get his ass kicked. Yeah. Finally, that's what people will, will go see. Yeah, and that's when it matters the most. What does it mean more to Mayweather? Money or fuck it, uh, my, my undefeated record? That fool's almost yeah. a billionaire, fool. He. I mean, he don't really need to, but he will. <laughs> I mean, if he decided, like, you know what, just for the fuck of it, maybe I'll get choked out. But I can't imagine he'd do that though, because I feel like you'll be, there's ways to be be more embarrassed um, yeah. through MMA. You know what I'm saying? Like you choked out or going down, getting from a hard shot <laughs> stiff. You know that stiff body you get when you get froze up and your arm just like twitches. I mean, there's like a million things that someone can like turn 
uh, uh, Mayweather. You know people out here on the internet, nigga. Like, the moment that fool's face hits the ground, he'll have, That's like, it. 80 memes on that shit about that. There's people just waiting for that right? moment, dog. Just, just fucking waiting. Look at your boy Pacquiao. My favorite one still to this day is Why when he got knocked it, out. And then they did him in a water slide. <laughs> they had a face versus a water slide. I was like, that is messed and then, up. Man. And then when he got knocked out, that whole uh, planking thing was going on. Yeah. Where people would just lay down <laughs> on the floor. <laughs> they started putting this fool on top of buildings. <laughs> I think the one I got. the other one I saw? Oh, uh, shit. I forgot which one I saw, but the one where, like, um, it was, and then it was uh, from a Lion King. Like uh, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, with Simba with the little pop, like, you and know, then the boys in the hood. Hey, y'all want to see a dead body? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. We're gonna take a quick break, really quick. Back to reality. So yeah, <clears throat> basically, don't. Um, so the conclusion we came up with was uh, the game and this guy. It's it's a worth beef. I there's, mean, I think there's it makes no sense. there's there's no age limit for a beef then. Plus, yeah. plus it's because because. The game is a real fucking blood food. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry. And and I, I don't know who I heard this from too. I, it was an interview that I heard on YouTube, but there ain't no age limit for, for the street life, dog. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, there is, there is. But 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 some of these guys, especially from LA, dog, OGs from LA. Yeah. They they see a dude like this, colorful hair, fucking claiming blood when he used to claim Crips. Like, they ain't, they don't hate that shit, you know? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that he claimed. Yeah, oh, there's yeah. pictures that he has blue flags on. And in the interview, he tries to justify it, but he just sounds stupid. What did he bro. say? Oh, yeah. He well, said, um, <coughs> when I was younger, I used to hang with a lot of Crips. So I would just use the flag. But they were like, but that's false claiming, ain't it? And he's like, yeah, but I never said I was in the actual gang. Like diff, like a certain Crip gang. He, he then, betrays it, but then he's trying to say, I never literally said I was in a gang. Yeah, I, but I would just wear, the wear all the exactly. shit. Exactly. And then there's it's even like, pictures yeah, of him yeah. on beds with just all blue flags. And he's like, I never said I was in an actual Crip gang. I was just running with them. So they were like, okay, so what? Like, he goes, I never actually got clicked into a gang under an OG until I got became a blood. That when, whenever I was using the blue flag and shit, I, there's nobody that can say I'm his OG. But who the fuck would want to come out now that he's doing this stupid shit and say I was his OG? Who's gonna say that, dog? True that. <laughs> I'm gonna come out there and say, yeah, man, I was his OG. I mean, who, who's gonna say, hey, yeah, I'm his OG after he's being like a a dumbass yeah, and shit? Good point. Damn. Um, that doesn't. I mean, hopefully, I I I don't. I mean, hopefully that dude goes the far and hopefully gets an intervention. Hopefully gets because, intervention, dude. Because, but, because I mean, I don't know what. I mean, whatever, man. He may end up fading out just as fast. I mean, this may be just a thing where I mean, but hopefully he stacks his money while he's here minutes. and gone. I mean, yeah. whatever, bro. Yeah, I mean, more power. But that yeah, more power to that. Stack his money while he's here. Yeah, while he's, while he's here. here. At least for his daughter, fool. Because he has a little girl that's like two years old, and yeah, I just think you're. I don't know, dude. That shit Hopefully is. he don't get killed out there. Yeah, it, it's a crazy. And thing. him fucking with Houston dog, not to say like, oh, cause I'm from Houston, like, but Houston niggas are quiet. But once he, <laughs> Jay Prince, he said Jay Prince, I was like, ooh. He started beefing with him for his sons. In the like when it all started, 
they were talking shit back, and now they're just quiet about it. So <laughs> that's the worst once, kind. Once right? that happens, bro, that's it. Because like, there ain't no more chasing no publicity, <laughs> dog. You're out there. Once he comes to Houston, I mean, hopefully, Damn. hopefully everything works out for him, dog. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah, it's one of them that's things, hectic, dog. bro. Damn, dog. Yeah, you don't fuck with Jay. And like I said, nigga, Houston, Houston really ain't like. Like Slim Thug said, fool, ain't no punk down here in Houston, Texas. Yeah, I mean, he's going to go to the wrong hood where hey, somebody's going to say, I don't give a fuck. Oh, you gonna, you are, you're going to come back in the hood the next day, you'll see colorful pieces of hair just randomly. Hey. Like, <laughs> what happened to this? Either, what did this come? Is, it, is this a unicorn? Something, what the fuck bro. is this? Oh, shit. But yeah, I, I, yeah that's crazy. I, I, I mean, yeah, that dude just, I don't know, man. I think that's one of them things where like, in the Spanish world, we have this saying, Callejito te vas más bonito, quiet, you look better. Because yeah. when you Fuck talk that, to him, he's not even in that. Hey, I was going to say. Oh, he's way. far beyond that now, shit. Now, now you got to tell him, vaya con Dios, mijo. Yeah, nah, yeah. <laughs> Go with God, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can't take back what you say. <laughs> so you got to mention what you say, dog. Cause, oh, hey, shit. He he fucked up, dog. He's too deep in there for him to be like, "Hey, man, I'm sorry." My man. bad, y'all. My bad. I'm just. I was just trying to get my my cloud I know, up. Right? Whatever. I just try to get some shots. Nah, that, it's too late for that, it's, dog. Now you gotta ride with that shit. Yeah, especially when them niggas are quiet. You're like, oh man, that's when I start worrying the most. Send them DMs and stuff. Hey shit, guys. I, well, you know, once I found out they were quiet, I was with Bentley because Bentley was like, I don't even want to talk about Jay Prince on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> hey, fuck that, nigga. We, <laughs> like, we love Jay Prince in this podcast, bro. Yeah, for real. Jay we, Prince, Jay Prince Jr. Houston natives. We Jay good Prince, out here. Jay Prince the third, the fourth, and the fifth. We like yeah, all. We like all the Jay Prince. Every over Jay here. Prince in this universe, we like. Yeah, dude. We I was free. like. I was, I was like, I don't. Need, I was preaching. I was like, I don't even want to say that. <laughs> Choose those words wisely, man. Yeah, real, man. but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So then, enough of the six nine and this guy. Yeah, that was surprised longer than I thought. We could go on for hours with that guy. We we could go for hours about his hair. What the fuck? But anyway, yeah, what you know, his own swag, his own thing. Continue. But uh, yeah. So <clears throat> another thing I wanted to talk about, which is the final topic I had, was um. So, have you ever heard of his, uh, he's an entrepreneur, he does podcasts, he does a lot of things. His name's, uh, Gary Vee. You, t- you were telling me a little bit about him. Well, anyways, a while back he put, uh, he put something like, um, he said something like, sometimes, sometimes the, even the closest people, the closest people to you, the fa- your family are the ones holding you back. Sometimes you even gotta tell your mom, hey. I, I cannot do this anymore. I need to ne- take the next step. You get what I mean? At what point... Do, well, first, let me say this. What I'm trying to get at is, do you do y'all believe in sometimes you have to cut out family? Absolutely. So, but, and, and what I'm referring to by this is... Um, I, I recently had a conversation and... And I said this, and I don't know how people would take it. I I said, just because we're family doesn't mean we have to talk. You get what I mean? Yeah. And I met it in the sense where like, we're family by, there's no, there was no choice there. We're family. You get what I mean? But my definition of family is very different. You know, to me is like, I have family which I was given, right? But I, I, just because you're family doesn't mean I'm a hold on, and you're if you're holding me back. You get what I mean? I'm not afraid to. I have to take another step. You get what I mean? Yeah. 
I feel like there is a family I could pick though, and that's like you, Frank, and that's you, Jamal. That's that's family. Fast and Fear. I'm going Fast and Fear. Yeah. <laughs> but family. that's but that's that's family. You get what I mean? Yeah. But do you guys believe what 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 do y'all think when I'm saying all of this? First of all. Uh yeah, I agree. Um just for, for at least for my point of view, I'm someone who always had you know, I always have a love for anybody I was related to by blood to a degree. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, you know, my original uh click was has always been tight but even just family wise it was just about my intermediate family you know my mom my dad my brother and then over time uh, you know not even that much longer we would have a couple of good close family friends people that especially with black folks we always like yo we call someone uncle cousin auntie we ain't blood but you get so close to these folks that you know you like shit you might as well but be but that's the yeah. same thing with the hispanic community too yeah yeah like, like, there's so many I, uncles I, they I tell you up. they tell you call them tío and you're like how the fuck are you deal, but <laughs> you see, I guess on your point, I, I feel I feel the same. But like you said, growing up, it was it was just. Uh, I mean, our families used to get close together, but I never really. I was always really just my my parents and my sister. You know what I mean? And whenever, I mean, I was close to my cousins at one point, but once I hit like middle school, my cousins, the ones that I was close to, moved to Chicago and shit. Then I, I got a, I started hanging out with with this other guy who I considered like my brother, like you know and. People would ask me, hey, who's that? And that's my cousin. Mm-hmm. And they would be like, how, how the fuck is that your cousin? And back then, you know, y'all didn't even like each other. Because, yeah, we, we didn't like each other in the beginning. Yeah. But we grew up, and all that shit went to to the side, and we just became really cool. And, like, to this day, man, we don't talk. Like, we talk, but it's like, he'll call me like, hey, what are you doing? And like, hey, chilling. How you, uh, you good? You need something? Nah, all right, cool. That's it. You know, but I know because life is just, that's how they go on. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I guess on, on what you're saying is, yeah, I mean, I believe that, dog. I have cousins that I don't talk to. I have cousins that, I mean, if they come into the fucking door right now, I'm going to act like, who the fuck are you? But that's not because of me. That's because we've been in certain places together, and they treat me a certain way. So I'm like, well, fuck you. Then. Yeah. Like, you know? And my dad has always taught me, like, your family comes first. And I mean, I understand that, but I guess I grew up to now is just, my inner circle, like my parents, my sister, Bentley, you know? But like he says, I have friends that I consider my family, like the one I'm telling you, you know? And I guess sometimes to me, those are more family than your actual family. That's, that, I guess that's what I'm talking about. So, um, and I was, I, I see it from a perspective of, I guess, you know, recently I started doing these things, like the podcast, started, started being more creative, started doing, putting things out, you know? And sometimes, dude, I realize that it's 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 the clo- people even close, really close to you that could hold you back from taking another step. Oh yeah. And sometimes I'm not just referring creatively; I'm referring to in your job. I'm referring to, um, in general, things. You know, um, sometimes you have to, man. Sometimes you have to put a, a stop. You know, and be like, I'm ready to take another step. So sometimes that's that's where my my argument comes is if you sometimes what if you have such a negative family and your your mentality is family is first so there's another spin to this too okay it's not just um being born to some folks that may be just shitty people but mm-hmm. there may be aware a situation to where they start putting their own fears onto you 
So exactly, you yeah. get a certain family that even that you're really tight with. You know, it could be like your your parents are probably going to be the prime example of, of folks who are like, hey, I don't know if you should be doing this, mijo, or you should be doing this, man, because like this is, you know, you go down this way, you may be. Um, you know, taking a risk and you could be putting yourself out there. Exactly, because they failed at So there's a fear that they're putting onto you and it could be coming from a place of uh, uh, that's decent because they're just trying to protect you. But there's a time where you just have to go and make your own decision and go and say, hey, you know what? Like, if it's time for me to fail, then so be it. But I'm not going to back away. I'm going to try to do my best. So there's even that part of it to where even even your closest uh, intermediate family will, will do that. And even some, a couple of your homeboys will do that too at yeah. times. Um, so yeah, that can happen where your family can get in the way. But uh, just from just from, uh, just from the experience of it in general, especially your inner circle, they tend to really side with you. You know, that like you're in a circle when you bring them in those are people you usually are going to confide into everything about yeah. like hey uh, you know all your fears usually those people are the ones who are going to say you know what like nah man I got you like yeah. you know what I think you can do it I'm I got you. you I'm going to ride with you and yeah. stuff at the end so it's, it's interesting man and, it's I, and I've been depends. lucky because I mean that's pretty much how you know I, well my parents you know my dad you know, you know, I, I'm trying to do this whole thing. Where, you know, we could probably, I could help him start a business, man. Cause my dad's, you know, he's getting to that age, and I kind of feel like he's more of like, you know, you know. And and my dad, I don't want my dad's not a risk taker. Like, you know, he's been doing the same thing for years. And he doesn't want to fuck it up. Now that he's at a certain age, he doesn't want to lose that position. Which makes sense, of course. Understand? And I and I understand that. And so he tells me. Like, you know, now I'm getting to that age where he has me kind of running the dump truck business or whatever. And he tells me, find a driver and, and you take care of that. I'm, I'm behind you. I'll, I'll do whatever, you know. And, you know, he tells me, if you want to go to school for this or that, I got you. I'm behind you. Like, I'll help you. You know, I, I have your back, you know. Like, he tells me, if you want to tell me, hey, I'm going to put a driver on this dump truck while I go look for work out here, I'm behind you. So, I mean, I've been pretty lucky with that, man. My wife, yeah. my sister. And my mom and Ben, you know, he told me, you know, you need something, dog, I'll help you, you know. So, I mean, I've been pretty lucky, but <clears throat> when it comes to stuff like that, I really don't tell nobody but my inner circle. Yeah. You know, and people I trust, like a friend of mine, and they're like, hell yeah, you could do it, you could do it. like. And I've been lucky with that, man. But I know I know it's going to come a day where somebody's going to tell me, like, hey, nah, you know, you, you need to chill. Like, you can't do that or whatever, you know, like. But, but at that point, even if it's from an inner circle, you, you have to know it's coming from a genuine place. Yeah. yeah but that's yeah. why, I, that's the thing with me is <coughs> I don't mind being told no. I mean, there's so many times you've told me, dude, you're wrong, Jamal. Like, or, dude, that idea is whack. Uh, Frankie, you know, you've checked me. There's different people in my inner circle that always check me. But to me, it's more valid when it's from somebody that knows sincerely where I'm coming from. Rather than, oh, well, you trust their opinion. Yeah, they're not yes. just telling you no. Rather for than no. Like, like, so hey, for example, this. yeah, exactly. Unless so, somebody be like, yeah, like you said, like somebody's like hating on you. They don't want you to succeed, so they're gonna tell you no. Know, yeah, like, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. So, yeah, man, it was just, it, 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 I thought about it a lot, and like I said recently, I had a conversation with somebody, and we, it was a group of us, and and I said that, and and I mean, it could have come off very like harsh but at the end of the day i see it as at the end of the day um i was born with 
the family. I, I I didn't pick you. We were you didn't pick me either. We were picked. You get what I mean? Yeah. But I'm not the type to believe that just because you're my family, I have to or you have to um, stand by everything I believe in or you believe in. Yeah, I, I hate to say it. But you get what I, I mean? I, but I but but at the end of the day, if a family member walks in, dude, but if there's no anything there, I'm a respect. You need something, I'm gonna help you. I'm. A, you get what I mean? It, it's it's a mutual thing. But I just don't believe in the fact that just because you're family, I I, I am going to. Um, it's everything. Yeah, like it, 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 it's my hundred, yeah. and I I don't believe that. I don't. Because in some cases, blood don't mean shit. Yeah. Yes. Fuck you that. Feel me? I'm cutting nigga out real quick. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who you are, dog. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, there's cousins that walk into the place where I'm at and. I don't give a fuck. Like, yeah, you're you like, know, man, get the fuck out like, of here. Who the fuck? Like, yeah. like, and, and, you know, I'm like, okay, like, you know, and they'll tell me what's up, and it's just like a, oh, what's up? But it's, to me, I'm seeing, I'm like, you know, what's up? You know, whatever. How many stories do you hear about people that blow up that, you know, NFL or people that get on anywhere, and all of a sudden they get a whole bunch of family coming out the blue going oh, like, yeah. hey, what up, Kenfo? Yeah. I mean, that's because the reality is a lot of people are, are still selfish and they're still at greed. So yeah. there's a time where you, you, you they have to be in that regards. Now, that's extreme, but even with us, and even just speaking for myself, I see it, I see it in a point of view where I have cousins to this day that honestly, if someone was like, yo, man, a bullet right here is either going to go for, for Bentley or is going for my cousin, I'm going for Bentley to take that bullet for him because I don't really know them that well. Like, mm-hmm. I don't have that hate for them, right? Like, I don't yeah, know, like, I don't hate them. Just like I just, stranger. the reality is, I don't know you. It's a stranger. You weren't there for me for the times where you wasn't I was going to be shooting in the gym? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I have, uh, like I said, I got homeboys from, you know, El Paso that I'm close with to this day, man. Those, that's my family. If someone's asking who, who your family is, I'm going to point towards them. I'm going to point towards, you know, my homeboy who I was in his wedding. I've known him since I was three years old. My first friend ever. We're not blood, but every time I talk to anybody, I always call him cousin. So everybody just assumed, like, oh, okay, well, they, they can't. You know, like, you just, you get that, you get those bonds with those yeah. people. And you know there's good people in your life. And blood don't mean shit, my And, dude. you know, if it we don't really talk don't. for a while, you know, I call you. That's I think that's a yeah, that's a fucking yeah. badass thing. Very it's like true. we we could, like I have another friend who I grew like you know we were we were the only Hispanics in an all black uh, elementary school. Yeah. And we man to this day he'll call me too and be like hey what's up man what you doing how are your little girls good alright alright man I'll talk to you later and that's it's just like if we see each other it's like nothing it's like we never fucking miss them. That, that's how you, that's a strong relationship because like I said my boy shout out to my boy Chuck. Um, but for a while we didn't talk to we just didn't talk to each other. Yeah, he moved not, away. It's not because yeah, yeah. He, he moved away to uh, to to Maryland to Baltimore and stuff like that, and I stayed here and we did our thing and stuff. And then I remember go, I was gonna see him again. I hadn't seen him in years, and I was like, man, how's it gonna be? Are we gonna be like awkward? It's gonna be different and stuff. And bro, we just picked like right back up where we were. We were growing we were just grown men, but we we're just bullshitting and laughing. And man, stuff. so I mean, like, and that's my homie, man. I just like I told you, you know, I went to his wedding in, in uh, uh, yeah. South Carolina and stuff like that. I was in his court. Like that's that's the homie for life. That's my that's my kin. You know, so yeah, those kind of relationships to where even if y'all don't talk for a long time, 
and all of a sudden you just pick up you can just pick up right and back then it's funny because they ask you and they're like what's up bitch like like nothing it's not like mm-hmm. the, hey what's up dog like you good yeah. it's like what's up pussy what's <laughs> like, oh, hey, hey, what's up? <laughs> yeah you're not mad at all like what's up dude? you your steak ass how you doing you know it's all that's up. like the best that's like you know that's the coolest the yeah. coolest shit right? yeah so <clears throat> for me man it, it, it just when I saw that, I, I even, cause he said he said it directly. That guy, uh, Gary V, he said something like, "Even your mom, you're gonna have to tell her." I had that situation. Yeah. Uh, I had that situation. I love my mom, man, to death. And if people know my mom, they know that she's like the sweetest, fucking funniest, fucking person. But her kids mean everything to her, man. And and I, that's her job. You get what I mean? So she always looking out for me. She loves me, but. There came a time when I had to tell her mom, stop. I'm good. I'm good. At this point in my life, I don't need you to tell me it's going to, don't do that. It's going to be okay. It's dangerous. Or I just need your support at this point. You get what I mean? Mm -hmm. And a lot had to do when I started making moves in my career. You get what I mean? Like work-wise and stuff like that. And what I wanted. You get what I mean? And... Coming from the background I come from, you know, um, they were immigrants, you know, and, and their job, their mentality is to come here and, 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 and just start a life and be reserved. You get what I mean? Don't get into trouble. Don't do anything. Don't take risks because no, like that's not. But no, like, dude, we good. Hey, quick question, man. I don't, I don't mean to cut you off, but it's interesting. You said, um, you know, just about her not wanting you to take chances and, and to be reserved. But when you think about people who were immigrated over here, they took the biggest fucking exactly. chance in the world. And so I said I, that. I was so curious. I was just about to ask you. I was like, so what is, how's that like? Because I, I get where they're coming from because, you know, they're saying, hey, we risked it all to take the chance. But it is kind of surprising that but I think, they would be so reserved because you would say, hey, well, you took the chance to make but here's the thing here But here's the thing, um, Jamal, that I've come to. I, this is the best that I've, as far as I've gotten, is that I think... Their mentality was, we're going to take a risk to have a better life and give our kids a better life. Okay. That's as far as they got. All right. But you see, yeah, I think, I think it's... Now it's my job and my generation, my turn... To, to make that Yes, to, yes. Okay. To, to, to set that tone. No, let's take risk. But with them, I think it was more of, we took the risk getting here. Let's just work going yeah uh, and they no more no more risk we can take <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah, yeah, yeah exactly you know yeah. i think that's where it comes okay, from okay yeah like like my dad he he grew up he started his family when he was 14 15 probably it was young man and to him he sees it as i gotta keep working man i can't say i can't take the chance of losing this job i got a family that's yeah. depending on me it wasn't as it's me i see it as all right yeah i got this family that's depending on me you know because i have kids but it's more of a fuck it. I'm young, you know. I'm I'm here. We're gonna get it going. If we don't get it going, fuck it. I go find. I hope, man. Bankruptcy. Bankruptcy. This boy been saying bankruptcy. For my kids, dog, I go sweep a fucking. I just feel like if all these fucking rich folks use bankruptcy, my dude, to take risk. Dude, I feel like, fuck it, clean the new slate, bro. Bro, you get sued and you lose, bankruptcy, my nigga. Just hey, fuck it. But it's because sometimes Chapter I feel like, 20, I was talking about 20, this 21? yesterday. I was talking about this yesterday. Sometimes, dude, 16, we play it too reserved, bro. I put 200 on black in Vegas. Do I, did I have, did that $200 hurt? Win? Yes, I hit. 
Yeah. And Always then I bet it all on back again in the lost. That's when I would have filed for bankruptcy, my dude. But not sometimes you just have to well. do this. <laughs> sometimes you just have to take risks, dog. Like you know, like playing reserved is easy, bro. Yeah. It, it, it's when you start taking risks that it gets uncomfortable. But you see, I think when it's a gap, when you're gambling, is when you actually realize, like, I need to start taking a risk. In exactly. Life. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like, cause you risk it all on one. Cutter. Cause you play little, you may gain yeah. a little bit of time. And people don't realize. And people don't realize that, like, for example, like you just said. So people don't get, like, for example, me and Kevin, he's like, I forgot who, it was him and my other cousin, Tommy. Oh, why do you keep putting on black? Why do you keep putting on black? Wesley. Yes. First of all, yes, that. And then I was like, well, because at the end of the day, this rep- black represents something else to me. It's, 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 it's something in life is like, I know what I can do, right? Yeah. So I'm going to stick to it. But I'm gonna keep playing my cards with this, but I'm gonna still bet on it. You yeah. know what I mean? And my better chances are gonna come out there. That's why when I bet 200 on black, it hit. And yeah. it's, that, it's that last fucking hand that makes you realize, I need to start making fucking changes, yes. bro. Yeah. I risk my everything. Hey, it's time to go to sleep, dog. It's time to go back to the hotel. Fuck it, let me put, go all in. I lost. Fuck. Hey, but but the same way you lost your career. Yeah, homeboy but he won. Hit. Yeah. I lost, but homeboy hit. Yeah. Fuck so you're it. Like, hey, man. Shit, 50-50 chance. But that's the way it is. But I, people don't... I, I never told this to anybody, but the reason I like playing colors... I know how to play the whole board on yeah. roulette. I love roulette. But it's too many chances. Shout out roulette. It's too many... <laughs> like, I, I like spreading it. I like, to, <coughs> I like to play aggressive and play big. Yeah. I like to go big. Fuck it, dude. If I'm going to take... It's a 50-50, bro. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, like, you know, like I like doing the thirds, and I like doing... I'll, I like to, too. See, my rule is I always bet on black, and I'll never bet on red. So if there's a time where I'm like, maybe black won't hit, I won't bet on red. I'll just bet something else. I'll bet odds and even. I'll bet, you know, the thirds or whatever. Oh, shit, I'll play the, uh, the board. And then, I'll, you know, I'll put something on zero even at times, because I'm like, well, fuck it. You never know. But, um, yeah, bro, it's just a, it's a life credo, bro. Betting on black, always bet on black. No, but what I'm trying to get at is, dude, we got to take more risks, man. Yeah, we, gotta we got it, to. We got to, man. Yeah. It's like, my dude, like, betting on black or red is 50-50, bro. Just see it like that, too. Yeah. Dude, make it, making that risk is either you're going to make it or you're not. But sometimes yeah. I feel like it's because it's, it, it's hard. Me and Frankie were talking about this earlier. It's hard when you don't got shit to feel like you're gonna bet it all, and then I'm not gonna have no no shit. But But think about it this way. Everybody started though. Yeah, but think about it this way though. If you don't have shit and you're not gonna have lesser, like what the fuck, like you can't can't, can't, can't have lesser than zero. Yeah, Yeah, you can't have lesser than zero. To me, it's like that's the way I see it, man. So that's why. Unless your bank account gets dark, (laughs) you got that negative. No, but the way I had negative ninety in my bank account before, and I was like, how the fuck? (laughs) Bankruptcy, bankruptcy, my dude. <laughs> and why am I talking so much about bankruptcy? It's because I've been reading up on it, and then I see all these dudes like fucking Trump filed for that shit. Yeah, Cent like filed was, for like that shit. Yeah. Saying, like but he has a point Bentley, though. though. I'm like, look, these dudes can file for bankruptcy as much as they want because at the end of the day, when they need that loan or they need that whatever, they're still getting approved. They're getting it yeah. because they know they got something to back it up. Yeah, man. You know, the rich just know how to play the game. But bro. hey, that's. Like you said, 50 didn't have shit. He risked it all by how to rob. He was even going to get... 
his ass beat because of that song. Yeah, he, he was said. gonna make it, and he made it. And dog. everybody talked shit about him when he did it. There yeah. you go. Like, but you go back at now it. he's fucking rich, and he's cool with all these fools that he fucking talked shit about. Yeah, <laughs> dude, I'm telling you, bro, it's just. You have to not give a fuck, dude. Yeah, you gotta just go. I, I remember, we went to Gamble, dude, and it, it, I, I guess all of this is coming from one conversation we had with a dealer. Dude, we were up like $400 each on Blackjack. Damn. And we went in with probably 80 bucks, 90 bucks. And tell us how much we walked out with. Zero. Zero, yeah. my dude. God damn. But here's why. Here, here's the way I interpreted that whole conversation. The first dealer was just cool with us. That's the first passage in life. Boom. You take the risk, the first few risks. Get deep. The second dude is going to hit you with some knowledge, bro, and you need to listen. Because the dude said it. He said it clearly. He was like, you need to walk into this not caring about this money. If yeah, you care about it too to much, money hey, you're ready to lose. if you care about it too much, yeah. you're going to lose. You got to be ready to lose this. Okay. Damn. And then the third, fourth, and fifth dealer didn't say shit, <laughs> they my dude. talk, bro. That is corporate America and America <laughs> for your ass. Hey, but he did say, enough. bro. He, said, he warned us. He said, uh, once you come in to, make, uh, to taking this chance of playing on this table, you have to be ready to lose his money. Shout out to that second dealer. And then he, he said it too. Hey, <laughs> hey, his name was Frank. Shout yeah. out to Frank. Shout out to Frank. At the Flamingo second Hotel. Dealer. At the Flamingo, Flamingo Casino. Y'all hit that nigga Frank up. And if you start with, I think he said it too. If you, dude, when you feel you, you've reached, walk out. Yeah. Okay, we didn't man. listen. We, we didn't, didn't listen. Yeah. That's the second thing. That's what I'm telling you. Listen. Ah, man, you got to know when to fold him, bro. And he said, when he left the table, whenever the dealers were changing, he said, all right, man, I'm taking off. We were up, dog. We were up. We were all <laughs> Daffy, up. Debbie, y'all love And he like, said, hey, hey, be the good. The next dealer that's coming. What did he say? But you know what I interpreted from that? Don't be greedy, bro. Yeah. Yeah, no well, shit. Well, he, he said that, bro. He that's kept saying it. That's how niggas lose their money. Oh, you know why? Because the waitress kept coming and bringing us drinks. And he said, no, y'all always have to tip the, the waitress. Oh, yeah, no doubt. So she keep coming back. But he said, y'all need to tip the waitress because, what did he say? Because well, she didn't come back. But he said something about being greedy. He's like, so, don't be greedy, guys. Yeah, don't be greedy, guys. Damn. <coughs> Frank, you the man, dog. That's what But, dude, it's crazy because I thought about all of this on the plane coming back. I was like, dude, like, I learned so much. But that's where all of this conversation has come. Like, we could have all walked out with about 500 bucks in the park. But it's about, dude, taking risks, dude, and knowing and listening to your surroundings. Yeah. And all of this is adding up. The whole family thing is listening to your close ones. Yeah. Dude, if they tell you, they give you advice, hey, bro, I think this is your time to walk out, bro. But it has to be genuine, dog. You can't listen exactly. to Exactly. That's why I said the circle. Yeah. Because yeah. none of our dumbasses in that circle said, we're all in the circle. None all of us, us said all walk of out. Walked out. All of us go for that shit. <laughs> so everybody was eating, dog. That's what happened. Everybody got, everybody got fat. Yeah, uh, dude. And... and and it's in one of those moments where one of them has to be, you have to be, grab your balls and say, hey, bro, I think we've cashed out here. Let's walk out. That's when you need the one homie from the outside. Like, y'all yes. need to go ahead and just get this money. Yes. And, and yes. call it a day. Yo. Shit. But, man, I learned so much by, like, all of that, dude. Vegas, just that table, just. And that's where the whole thing, all of this episode is going to circle around into what I just talked about, family. Like, yeah. what do you think? Do you think? Family is um, everything. Or can you build your family? Yeah, yeah, man. And uh, yeah, family is, is family is a big thing, dog. But once you have family that tries to stop you from succeeding, that's what you 
Gotta go. Gotta go start my own family because I wonder if six nine ran into that problem. <laughs> <laughs> But not uh, by all means. I mean, I, I if I don't mean to come harsh on the whole family thing. By all means, if you're close to your family, keep doing your thing. I mean, this is just for people. different scenarios for people who like are stuck in the situation. Because I remember, man, feeling like, damn, my family's my only way, my only thing, my only thing, my only thing. But dude, but it's because that's the only thing you know, the only thing you're connected to. Yeah. But it doesn't mean you can't build outside what you're connected out of. You get what I mean? Right. Um, shit, I was born with, like I said earlier, we were born to this. I could pick who I really want to fucking, you get what I mean? Like, I could have tryouts for this motherfucker if I really wanted to. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, man, like, it's, follow what y'all love, man. Um, do it. And sometimes you may have to, like I, I said earlier, I have to tell my mom, hey, mom, at this point in my life, I just need your support now. Just be behind me and I'm going to ride it out. When I need to cry and say, fuck, I fucked up, all I need you to do is just support me. You get what I mean? And it, it, it's a harsh reality when you just think about it that way, but it's a satisfying reality. Because yeah. when you t- you want to take more risk, yeah. for sure. Yeah, you don't want a bunch of yes men around. Exactly. You need, you need somebody to... To challenge you, yeah. yes. Even if it, even if you feel like, like you said, they're going against something. You're like, man, what the fuck? But you know, if that's like your partner, that's your homeboy, your homegirl, whoever, and you're like, you know what? They're coming from a different perspective. Yeah. There's a respect there, so at least that makes you at least pause a little bit and go, okay, where, how are they coming? Like, why are they coming? Yeah. Here from or there? if they've been through it, you could just say, fuck it. So what did they do wrong? Yeah. What did they do wrong? Yeah. That makes me. That can make me do it right. Yeah. You know. Damn. For sure. Damn, we went deep. I just, I, I just keep thinking about Frankie, the the dealer, your second dealer from Flamingo, man. That's the shit. Damn, nah, he, he was. That's the shit. That was cool as fuck, dude. He let us win. He probably, yeah, he's the one who brought us up to probably about 400 each. But you know what? I will say this about that dude, Frank. I will never, ever in my life approach a casino the same way. I figured out the key, and the key is when you're up, walk away, brother. You're fucking right. Walk away and... When they switch dealers, the point of the dealers to fuck you up. Man. Hey, well, you know what? When that first dealer left, he told us she's going to be down there. So I think you got to follow the dealer, dog. Damn, yeah. Good point. Nah, I didn't talk about it that way. <laughs> he said she's going to be down there at the crap table if y'all want to go over there with her. Y'all didn't hit craps? Nah. I don't know how to break craps. I asked him. I think it's easy, right? I, I know how to play in the I street. Told him, hey, it's just a lot of shit. To I said, "Man, I play in the hood. I don't know if it's the same thing." He and goes, he said, "It's all pretty much the same goes, thing." Pretty much. Pretty much. You, you bet against, you bet with. Hey, that's all it is. Yeah, I'm a Hawaiian nigga. My boy was teaching me how to play, like how to play in there. We were betting with the house all the time, and the house was always hitting my nigga. <laughs> so everybody at the table was mad. Everybody was looking at us like, "Man, fuck these motherfuckers." But bro, I was with the house. So me, the dealer, and my homeboy were together. We were like, we good. <laughs> so here, here's uh, how we're going to end this episode. Here's what I'm going to say. Y'all have heard us give us a little bit of everything. We gave a little bit of blood to all of y'all. We told y'all a little bit of everything. But if you've ever been to a casino, let how you gamble and how you handle your money and how you bet on stuff represent how you take risk in life. Boom. Sir. There you go. Bombs. Boom. If I have the little explosion, I think I'm going to add it. Boom. boom. (laughs) 
But nah, uh, yeah, so that's all I had to say. I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. Uh, make sure y'all follow, subscribe, and like, and comment because we need those. We we we, we gonna get it, boys and body. We gonna we gonna we got some things coming. We gonna keep this shit flowing. No doubt. Yes, sir. Jamal, you got anything? Nah, man. Just uh, you know, we'll be uh, release some shit a little more consistently. So we're excited about yes, that. Yes, sir. Man. But uh, you know, like all, as always, man. Subscribe, comment. You know, five star rate, iTunes, SoundCloud. Hey. Uh, was it Google Play? Everything. The whole shebang, man. And hit us on the gram, boys in the body, with the Z, you know, on the boys, man. So um, hit us up, man. We appreciate everything. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're going to get more active on the Instagram, so make sure you kick us up. Our website will be up soon. Your boy's been doing all types of shit, so that's on me. I need to get it back up. So, yeah. No doubt. Yes, sir. Y'all check out that Bud Dial podcast. For yes, sure. Yes. Yeah, Y'all make yeah. sure and uh, check it out. It should be on iTunes and every every platform of a podcast. You'll be able to find it. The point of this is to um, have conversations and let y'all be the host. I'm not the host for the first time. Y'all come up with y'all's concept and y'all's format and we'll make it happen. The whole point is you bring up the topics and we'll talk about them. And also, man, make sure y'all support uh, the Donkey Show, man. D O N K E E show because they had Heavy Metal Racket on there as well. Um, that was the most recent one. That and was shout one out to Heavy Metal Racket too, man. Yeah, he's cool dudes, man. My dude Oscar, he actually wants to come through, so uh, I'll okay. probably see. Yeah, he's in everything, bro. Yeah, he's in all the platforms. Yeah, so probably uh, see if we could get him next week or something. That's like a that. bit, man. That was pretty dope, though, man. But uh, Donkey Show, man, hit that up on YouTube, man. Good stuff, man. Watch it all the way through because there's some good knowledge that gets dropped at the end too. That I learned some shit every time I watch something, like especially at the end. But um, it's a good, good ass shit, man. Y'all doing some good things, so y'all support that as well. For sure. Yes, sir. Peace. <laughs>